This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's fuck this shit. sports on this podcast like it's, it's gonna be about sports but like I don't really know the rules of hockey I don't really want to learn them right we do want to let people know up front that there are not going to be any numbers mentioned in this podcast there we we don't really believe in stats mostly because um we don't want to follow them or learn what they are stats, stats are for uh, boys yeah. and this is a girl podcast yeah number <laughs> my mom always told me i was good at reading comprehension so all i care about is grit exactly i don't even want to talk about how bad my math score was on the sat it was embarrassing this is now a therapy session uh, for how bad we were in yes, math in high fine. school it's fine it's fine so that's why we're not doing stats on this podcast so what are we going to cover on this podcast? we're going to talk about who's hot who's not whose wife is harassing other wives on instagram yes. it's more than you would think <laughs> I mean, that's, that's really what it is. It's like, who's hot, who's not. We're going to talk about bad tweets. Oh, we're going to talk about bad tweets. Um, we're going to talk about weird trades. Yeah, we're going to talk about weird trades. Um, we're going to talk about who's overrated based on what little information and knowledge we have of the sport. Yes. And we're also going to talk about um, our own experiences. Yeah. And, like, learning about hockey. and um, Maybe you'll actually learn yeah. numbers. Yeah. No, we're not going to no. do that. Come on, I draw <laughs> <laughs> maybe I, I hope i will quit this. i hope that after like 10 episodes i'll finally learn what icing is like i'm not i'm not mm. positive that's gonna happen but maybe see i have a rough idea of what icing is but i'm not confident enough in my definition of icing to like share that with the world yet so i'm also hoping i just get like some confirmation from somebody who knows well whenever i was like first getting into hockey i thought it was like offsides but offsides is a different thing anyway anyway this is this is boring hockey talk funny is i was at a i was at a game like maybe six months ago with one of my friends who like he played hockey growing up okay like he played all through high school and i was like what is icing like can you explain to me (laughs) just like very simply what icing is and he was like honestly (laughs) 
He couldn't even tell you? He was like, you know it when you see it. Okay, so it's like porn. And I was like, how long did you, you actually played this sport and you don't know what it is. Well, then it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We don't have to know what that is. No, we just need to know hockey players, which we know very well. Yeah. So I think on this episode, what we're going to start with is we are going to do a little bit about us. And then we're going to do a little bit about, yeah, because we love talking about Mm -hmm. ourselves. And then we're going to do- That's why we have a podcast, because we like to talk about ourselves. Yeah, duh. And then we're going to do a rundown of the Eastern uh, Conference and talk about what those teams have been up to over the summer, which we have been following because we have been bored out of our minds (laughs) Yes. uh, (laughs) since the cup finals. Okay, well, not me, because I live in D.C. and- I went on a concurrent bender with the cats. Oh, you did. One. You really did. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I mean, Audrey really and I bad. have been friends for a little while now, and Audrey was drunk for, like, two and a half weeks. I was, like, yeah. going to call her <laughs> mom. I was, like, concerned. It was so bad. So, uh, Christina, why don't you tell us, me and the listeners. Mm-hmm. All, all ten of our listeners. What got you interested in ice hockey? Well, I will tell you the truth, Audrey. I got into ice hockey uh, much like how I get into other things that I now like to impress a dude. <laughs> so, Hell yeah, right. so he was like super into hockey. And I was like, well, I want to get super into hockey so that you get super into me. And uh, it worked. So you and then, get super into me. Yes. <laughs> so, I, uh, so I got super into hockey to impress him. He is no longer in my life, but hockey, hockey has remained because all the guys are really hot. Uh, that's very important. Not they're not all hot, but like not all but, of them. Not but like they're them. hockey players, so they are hot. You know what I mean? It's like yeah, yeah. that's, fair. that's uh, fair. I love the sport. Like I think it's probably the most exciting thing to watch because it's basically mm-hmm. fast soccer, and they're all so fucking stupid. Yeah, they're mad dumb. All yeah, they're like children. You know what's what? funny is I was thinking about this today. Is that the moment I knew that you and I were going to be friends Aww. was also like I think one of your first tweets about the NHL, which was just a picture (laughs) of Tyler Seggins, uh, Sports Illustrated shoot for the body issue from like two years ago. Please everyone look that up. It's it's a lot. Where he is um, licking a popsicle, I think. (laughs) And I was like, well, Christina and I are going to get along just Oh yeah, yeah. We're in it for the the boys. Yeah. What about you? I think you actually have a lot more hockey history than I do. Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, <laughs> but um, uh, so I grew up in Phoenix, Arizona, Cool. and when I was like two or three was when um, the Coyotes franchise came to Phoenix, which was a big deal, um, hockey in the desert, all that good <laughs> stuff, and my dad started taking me to games when I was way too young to be around like hardcore hockey. Oh no. Games. Like way too young what did, what did you <laughs> um, see i mean just like a belligerent drunk people and like i was this tiny like angelic i baby. think this really shaped who um, you are today yeah well i got to see some like really incredible players which i of course don't remember because i was three four and yeah so i kind of like grew up around the sport i moved to dc um in like elementary school and have been a Caps fan ever since mostly because my father uh grew up in the DC area as well Mm -hmm. completely indoctrinated me um so both of us kind of got into hockey to impress a guy yes yours just was your (laughs) dad very different ways 
very, I want to make that clear. Yeah. <laughs> Extremely different ways. <laughs> no, it's actually really, uh, it's sweet because like my dad started going to Caps games when the Caps franchise came to BC in the 70s. Like he remembers like driving to games with his friends when they were like, 15 and couldn't Aww. legally drive and like and the caps were terrible and like their first season they only won like 11 holy games shit he remembers yeah i know they were really really fucking bad. and i and i should and, say uh, for the podcast yeah. that yes both audrey and i are caps fans but this is not a caps podcast yeah that's right we're gonna cover the entire league i will say that we probably will talk about the caps a lot because per team they have a lot of personality and hotness that's true. Also, they're right down the street from me, so like, yeah, they're on your radar. And they also won the Stanley Cup, so yeah. fuck off. We're gonna talk about them. They won the Stanley Cup. It's fine. I'm very chill about yeah. that. Yeah, definitely not gonna talk about it at all. And just for <laughs> listeners who like can't can't see us right now, so that's all of you. We are both wearing our Capitals sweaters. That funny story. So Audrey like sends me. This is a really funny story. Audrey sends me this link. To this website, she's like, Christina, I have found these really cheap uh, Stanley Cup final. Like, and they're official, too. They're like Adidas. Okay, they are not official. Like all, okay, well, they have all the Adidas little. Yes, they do. Them. I don't think. Even if they were probably not technically made in an Adidas factory, <laughs> they do have all the things on So them she sends me to this website like that looks like extremely shady. It looked like somebody had tried to make a duplicate of the official Caps NHL yes. merchandise site in Microsoft Paint. It, yeah, so it was like like sixty yeah. percent right, and then I was just like, right. "This doesn't, this doesn't look." <laughs> the details were a little <laughs> off. <laughs> so immediately after I purchased my discount, probably knockoff Stanley Cup Finals, how much? It was, was seventy dollars, which is like yes. amazing. I get a call from my credit card company that was like, I think that you have had your card stolen because you're like <laughs> using your card on. You have this bizarre charge. Yeah, to like this Russian website. So, but they eventually yeah. came in. Like They came. It took what? Like it a did. They yeah. feel extremely flammable, but I. The package, the package was all Chinese characters <laughs> except for like mine is a Smith Pelly jersey. And so it was just like Chinese characters, Smith Pelly. <laughs> Chinese characters. <laughs> it's fine. These whatever. came like straight from the factory to us. But yeah, so that is what we are wearing. But this is a yes. fully NHL podcast, not just Capitals. Right. Because there's just too much good drama. There's so much drama. There's so much tea. Which, yeah, which brings us to the Eastern Conference. The best conference. They're okay. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I like them. <laughs> I like everybody. Like, it's fine. We all get along. I'm, I, I really don't like, I like most NHL teams. Like, I enjoy the sport as a whole, so I, you know, I like to see everybody go out and do their best and try Aww. hard. And, see, Audrey's yeah. gonna be, like, the nice one on the okay. show. I'm gonna be the fucking villain. There's a couple teams that I hate. Like, the fucking Penguins. There's people that I, there's people that I hate. Yeah. But, yeah, well, I hate the Penguins, but, like, we'll get into yeah. that, so. Let's start with Boston because it's so boring. Boston, what happened? Nothing. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. In the Bruins had a very slow summer. Um, they had a slow season last year. I don't really like they're they've got some young guys coming up who I guess will get more playtime this year, but uh, we don't really care. Uh, Next, the Sabers, Buffalo had a huge summer at the draft. Oh yes, they did. Yes, because they got Rasmus Dahlin. Yes, is he? He's probably gonna play like straight away, isn't he? He is su- Swedish. I want to say. Is. Um, he's very nice, very blonde, a child. Um, <laughs> shipped direct to us from Sweden, uh, Europe, and he is 
fucking incredible. Yeah, I think like, he's actually going to play right away. magic. He runs circles around everybody else out there. So for people who, like, don't super, who aren't, like, super fans yet, maybe they're listening to this to get into the sport, which, like, you probably shouldn't do that, but that's fine. The way that the NHL draft works is that they draft, like, kids basically, like, right out of high school. Literal Like, actual, like, literal, like, 17, 16, 18. Like, just got their driver's license. Yeah, so, like, babies. And most of them, like, maybe one or two of them, like, the the top picks usually, will actually go and play for the team that drafted them. The rest of, yeah, right away. Honestly, most of them don't even make it into the NHL. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. Because most of them go, like, to the to the American League, um, which is, like, minor league. Or they go league. to the CHL, the Canadian League. So they go play there and, like, and then wait around, basically, to get, like, called up. Right. They have, like, farm teams. It kind of sucks. It sucks a lot, actually. Which is just, like, kindergarten, where you just, like, learn to read <laughs> and <laughs> wait to see if you get called up. <laughs> Uh, to the NHL, yeah. but uh, the Sabers were the worst team in the entire By a league lot. last year. So they got the number one pick in this year's draft. So we'll see how Rasmus does. He has already been killing it in their preseason games. I hope he does well. I like it when the Sabers are good. I love an underdog, and Buffalo is like has been like the underdog of all the underdogs after the Caps. <laughs> the past, yeah, yeah. The past couple of years, it's just like they just blew so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, Buffalo's a terrible city to play in because it's Buffalo. <laughs> Nobody wants to live there. Sorry to all of our Buffalo <laughs> Sorry. listeners. Sorry, it's true. It's true. But it's it true. does suck. Yeah. So, like, we're optimistic. We're trying to, like, I mean, it can't be worse than last no, year. No, there's no so, way. Those are the Next. Sabers. Oh, the Hurricanes. Oh. This is a group of sweeties. They are so sweet. They actually have a figure skater on their team. Um, the weirdest thing about the Hurricanes this year has probably been their front office. Their management, um, by their management, I mean their owner, Tom Dundon, is really rich. He's a billionaire. And I think he, he like, knows nothing about hockey. No. And is basically trying to also, like, manage the team and own the team and, like, control the entire direction of the franchise. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people are saying that he wants to move the team to Houston. I think he probably will. Which sucks ass. Like, but it is weird that Houston doesn't have a team. I mean, that's true. Like, Texas should have think, more than I one do team. Think, I do think that Texas should have two teams. Yeah. Do I think it should be the Canes? I, it would be sad. Like, I like having... Yeah. It's nice. It is nice. Cause they're, and they're, like, nice they're a solidly, like, mediocre team. And Atlanta doesn't have a team anymore. So, like, that's, like, you know, it's a big regional thing. Sorry to the Atlanta Thrashers. We miss you every day. Yeah, I definitely think about them every day. That's something I definitely I, Yeah, do. <laughs> every day before I go to work, I think about the Thrashers. Say a little prayer for the Thrashers. What a terrible name. Anyway, yeah. The I Atlanta know. Wife Beaters. Um, the moral of the story for the Canes front office is that billionaires suck, eat the rich. Yes. Et cetera, et cetera. The figure skater I was talking about who... Uh, Jeff Skinner, who actually now plays. Oh, Jeff yeah, Skinner. he was a. He went to the same. Yeah, he did. He plays on the Yeah, but now. he was like a yeah. champion figure skater, and like now it's just a beautiful skater. Oh, yeah, wow. I had no idea. Well, we're learning. Um, Jeff Skinner went to the Sabers, but they brought in Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton. Dougie Hamilton, my. Hero. Oh my God, we love Dougie Hamilton. <laughs> Dougie Hamilton, gigantic nerd, literally fired for being too much of from a the nerd. Flames, <laughs> right? <laughs> He would he so he while everyone else was like getting drunk and like 
you know, doing crimes. This is so embarrassing. Uh, yeah. Dougie Hamilton would go to museums. And so, like, his whole team hated him because he was a nerd. His whole team, like, clearly didn't understand yes. him. Because he was, like, INTJ introvert. Soy <laughs> face. Um, Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> um, Dougie Hamilton just, like, apparently didn't participate enough in, like, in crimes he didn't do enough crimes yes he didn't do enough crimes um with the rest of his team and oh there here's the quote was the whole team would go for lunch and dougie would go to the museum dougie which i think is nice because hockey players are really stupid they're so stupid to see to see one you know take the time to like go learn on his free time like I think I feel like that should be encouraged. what a dream boat. Instead, instead he got his ass handed over to Canes. This is like the third team he's played on, in like and he's really years. good. He's really good, and he can't last in place for more than like two years because they have they say he has off ice problems. So like yeah, you know, I mean like he's actually one of those defensemen, much like he's PK, who can like actually score. So he's like rare. He's a two-way player. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I love him. I hope I hope he finds his home. Next team. Um, I have nothing to say about Columbus. They're boring. They're boring, which is kind of like, you know, par for the course. Columbus just like seems like a bummer of a place to play. If you're not like building a family, like if you're not like, if you're like a young 23 year old, like right wing who's coming in from like the Bruins or something where you've been in a city where you've just like been partying nonstop. Mm -hmm. Because we have to think of these players right. like they're children. Like they need they need right. bright lights. They need flashing yes. colors. Distractions. They yeah, need they need a lot of girls with like <laughs> who all look the same and have yes. really big it's fake fine. boobs. Columbus, not Instagram, a great place for that. They need Instagram models. They need Instagram models, which is fine. Like no, no we follow all of them and love them all. Yes, and to like get shipped then to Columbus, like I feel like people want to get out. It's of the there. same thing with St. Louis. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's a great place to, like, stay and, you know, raise kids. But if you're, like, a young up-and-comer. Yeah, no. So that's uh, – th- I know they are having issues with um, Artemi Panarin, who's one of their really good – I think he plays left wing. Mm-hmm. He's going to be free agent at the end of the year. And he has already said, like, I'm getting <laughs> So – All right. Whoa. I bet the Senators have cap space. We'll talk about that later. Yes. So Columbus, I'm sorry. Next. To you as, as a city. Oh, let's go to the Red Wings. Oh, fun. Here's the thing. I also have a soft spot in my heart for the Red Wings because I, in general, have a soft spot in my heart for teams who are undergoing, like, a rebuild. I want them to be good again. Like, the league was better when they yeah. were good. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I have not been paying much attention to what they've been doing. Well, better than Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll get into, we'll get into that uh, at the end of the episode. But I think Dylan Larkin is going to be captain now, and he's 22. So I don't know what the youngest captain in the league has ever been, but that's really That seems young. like a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there's some one of their older guys is going to be pissed. Then again, I have no idea what captains do. I don't. I think it depends on the team, to be honest. I mean, like Vegas. And also some, some have none. Some have two. Like the Canes had two Vegas captains. had none. Up until this year yeah exactly so there's detroit we'll talk about them a little bit later also panthers also we will talk about a little bit more because of mike hoffman trade mm-hmm. lol so we'll see how that yeah. goes anyway florida <laughs> <laughs> done ah, well, hide, hide your wives in florida now we are on to the montreal Canadiens. 
So they they traded their captain. Cool. Pacioretty is at, in Vegas now because they couldn't come to a contract agreement. Which like fine, get that's your a good money, move for like, him. You do you. He's also very hot. He's real hot. Um, <laughs> so like that's great. Vegas is getting hotter. Um, they're already pretty hot. Yeah. Well, James Neal got traded, which was like really rough for my heart. <laughs> uh, I want Austin Matthews to go to the Coyotes so bad. Why? Because he's he, from there. And yeah, I know he's from Scottsdale. Represent. Yeah, I know Ooh. he's really not happy in Toronto, which we could talk about later as well. But anyway, so Galchenyuk was another player who was having off, off ice problems. Um, so they shipped him uh, off to Phoenix, and hopefully he uh, is successful. It there. is really interesting, like, what is an off ice problem and what's not. It's almost like beating oh, your like, wife, not really an off ice yeah, problem. Yeah, like sexual assault, not an off ice problem. No. Like, We'll sit you out for a few games, but you're valuable enough that we'll keep you around. You go to museums. That's not, that's not okay. Oh, they got Max Domi in exchange. Also really hot. <laughs> Love his tattoos on that dude. Love him. Uh, so anyway, the Habs are... So sad. It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Oh, I did see, I was reading an article about them a couple days ago. And so these are the players they've traded in like the last few years. Okay. Hit me. PK Subban. Bad move. Mikhail Sergachev. No, no, sir. Galchenyuk, like Alex Galchenyuk, which like, Whatever, that's fine. We'll see, we'll see. I mean, like, he was a winger yeah. in Montreal, and it was like, he was very upfront about, like, being unhappy. He's a center now, right? He, yeah, so they're letting him play center in Phoenix and, like, watch him, like, be incredible. And, of course, Max Pacioretty, their captain, who they just traded. They're giving it all and away. In return, in return, they got Shea Weber, <laughs> who's now injured, and, like, they don't know when he's coming back. <laughs> And, like, Max Domi, Thomas Tatar, and then, like, another child, and a t- 2019 second-round pick. Yeah, they basically have a bunch of children, one crippled guy, and, like, a draft <laughs> really pick. Sad. And I'm like, what are you going to do and with this? They have just had some terrible trades in the past I feel years, like they so. and the Senators are both just, like, fingers crossed for a 2020 lockout. So they can just take a, yeah, take a fucking Christ. year off. They're like, no, I'm done. <laughs> Just send everybody over to the KHL yeah, like, to, get, like, regroup. Just get better. Just go. Just go. Try harder. Like, do something. Okay, so moving right along to the New Jersey Devils. Um, I don't like there either. Whatever. Not a lot going on. Um, well, with the Devils, we'll see. Uh, so Taylor Hall oh, was yeah. stand out for the Devils last year. Like Our lovable robot. Heart trophy winner. He's a thought. Like, there's nothing else to say about him. Did you him. see the tweet today of him doing his, like, Subway ad? If you're still, like, being forced to endorse Subway in the year of our Lord 2018, like, you need a better agent. Okay, I'm gonna read it now. A lot of my pre-junior hockey game meals on the bus for Subway are <laughs> sandwiches. And to this day, I still go to at Subway Canada as part of my routine. Uh... It's great for a quick and healthy bite after workouts. Their commitment to quality is as sharp as my skates. Hashtag ad. Wow, fucking hell. I know. I'm like. (laughs) That is terrible. And he just. Someone got paid to write that for him. And then, like, the accompanying image is him just, like, grimacing a little bit. Like, because he's a robot who doesn't know how to smile. I know. I don't know. He's great. He's a great player, but he's just weird. Yeah, he's great. So hopefully he has a repeat uh, performance this year, but if not. Sorry, Devils. Oh, here's another. (laughs) Just another really tough summer. For the New York Islanders. Oh, they got stripped. They got straight up. They've got nothing They got disrespected. I mean, they have, okay, they have something left. Anyway, long story short on the Islanders is that they lost their captain and, like, number one star player, John Tavares, who basically, like, I don't want to say he led them on all summer.
summer. He did. But, like, he blue balled them. Yeah, like he just like kept not making a decision. He blue balled like half the league. Yeah, and so he upset a lot of fans, which sucks. He he um, wrote this like very long tortured article in a Players Tribune about like leaving the Islanders faithful. It was yeah. extremely strange because in it he talked about how he wanted his daughter to marry his baby daughter to marry one. Oh yeah, that was it. Bizarre. Was so weird. He wanted so his baby weird. daughter to like marry a man like one of his teammates. Teammates. Hockey players are so weird about They're so fucking weird. Um, he, this is going to be a running And theme. he also talked about how he, like, slept in, like, maple leaves. Oh, well, pajamas. yeah, he tweeted. Yeah. He tweeted. When he announced that he was going to the Leafs, he tweeted this picture of him, like, as a child, like, in his, like, maple leaves, like, full sheet. It was so weird. In his bed. And I was like, so really, you've made this decision. You've had this decision made for, like, 25 yeah. years. Like, this was not, like. Hard. Don't act like this was hard. Yeah. Either. So he basically like rubs, rubbed all Islanders fans' faces. Yes. Uh, the other thing about the Islanders is they have a new coach. Trots. It's very trots. I wonder how that. I mean, like, I in my my personal hockey opinion is that coaches don't matter that a lot, like that much. Oh, okay. I'm ready. Take your argument. Uh, I just, I just don't, I don't, I don't think that they matter that much. I mean, like, what do they do more right. than like set the lineup and like pick the power play? That's fair. That's fair. I definitely think it's a sport where your position coaches, yes. your special team. Who did he bring with coaches, him? Do you remember? Basically. Sorry. Oh, he brought his uh, goalie coach, whose name I do not remember. Just for anybody who is not like keeping track of coach movements around the league, uh, Barry Trotz coached the Caps for the past like five or six years. Beloved. Led them to a Stanley Cup, no big deal, and then went to get paid with Islanders. So good for him. Yeah. Again, get your money. Yeah. So yeah. The biggest change with the Islanders is that uh, they lost Tavares. Sorry. Also, they had a, like a whole front office coaching change, which they need to get a real stadium. I know. We're at the New York Rangers now. <laughs> I do not care. Don't care. Next team. They are still rebuilding. Yeah. And they're like getting rid of a lot of older legacy players and bringing in a lot of new young guys. And I do not care. Fuck New York. Why do they have so many hockey teams? I don't know. It's not fair. Why does Texas have one team? And New Jersey has a yeah, team. Yeah, it doesn't make like, any that's sense. That's not fair. Like, New York has three three teams. Like, basically have four teams. I forgot to tell you that last year I was in New York for work, and I was taking the train home from Penn Station, which, if you don't know, is connected to Madison Square Garden, which is where they all play. Mm-hmm. So I was there at the same time as a Devils-Rangers game Ugh. was happening. Oh, no. What and a terrible truly, confluence of like, people. I, I was getting to the station right as the game was getting out, mm-hmm. and I truly thought I was going to die. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like being in a riot. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it was the worst uh, situation I've ever been in. Like, people were just screaming and Like, the worst population. In Penn Station, which is already a terrible place. Yeah. And it's, like, the, yeah, the worst populations of these, like, two cities. Yeah, it was awful. Well, Ottawa. Oh, yes. All right. Senators. They maybe. are a um, beat, 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 beat team. That's yes. all they are <laughs> at this point. They are definitely a team. They are a team. They are a team that exists. Barely. So I didn't know until about an hour before we started recording this podcast that 
Ottawa, like I'm, like I said, I'm a very new hockey fan. I got into hockey like last season to impress a guy. I have, I'm, I'm not up on stuff, so I didn't know that they were basically almost in the 2017 like Stanley Cup Finals. Like I did not know that. Yes, at a time they were good. The Sens have pretty much become like one of those really bad tweets about people who were gifted in high school oh my God. that like su- <laughs> suffer hardship and are, are and are just normal and they're depressed now, now. and like yeah, li- they like live in their parents basement depressed. and like work at applebee's right. it's really bad right. they are um the senators are having an accident and it's like a continual accident yeah it's it's there's so many stages to what has happened this summer and so many of them were preventable is the worst part. I know. So, like, the big the big one that first started happening was, of course, Mike Hoffman's wife. Oh, my God. When I say that I have been obsessing over this story, like, I literally think about this every goddamn I want to know the truth because I feel like I... <laughs> What's the truth? I know. Like, like, so the story is, is so... His name is Eric Carlson, right? Okay, yes. there are so many fucking Carlsons. Eric Carlson and his wife were pregnant. Melinda, yes. And they are very, it's it's important to know that they are both very nice. They're super they are nice. nice people. Like, beautiful yes. couple, like, very, very nice. So, she got pregnant, and she lost her baby. And she posted about it on Instagram. And it was, like, sweet. heartbreaking. It was, like, it was, like, pictures of, like, the, the baby's feet. Yeah, it was really, really sad. Like, they had already picked out a name. Yeah, because it was, like, like late. They, it was a late miscarriage. Yeah, it was awful. So Mike Hoffman's wife, under a pseudonym. Yeah, she had, like, burner Instagram accounts. Very normal, well-adjusted. What did she Institute. say? Do you remember what she said? So Mike Hoffman, just a little background, was uh, another player on the Senators. He was a forward. Very good, valued player. <laughs> He's very good. His girlfriend started posting comments on Melinda Carlson's Instagram that was insane. like harassing her and like accusing her of causing her own miscarriage by like popping painkillers like some of them were truly they insane. were disturbing and like actually it wasn't just like mean comments on Instagram like she was harassing this woman right right so anyway like obviously her name were not her name was not attached to any of these like fake Instagram accounts no. but the Carlsons filed a protection order. It got to the point where, like, Eric Carlson had to come out and, like, make a statement. And this was, like, at the beginning of the summer. This was, like, right after Stanley Cup Finals. the Stanley Cup Finals. It was a mess. And it was just, like, it was one of those drama events where you're just like, why is this? That's the thing that I, I don't understand why it happened. psycho. I want to be clear. Mike Hoffman's girlfriend, who he is still with, by the way. And no like, idea totally, why. And has, like, publicly defended. Says she didn't do it. Yeah, says she didn't do it. She's a fucking psycho. You can look at her eyes. Like, if you look up Mike Hoffman's <laughs> she girlfriend. She eyes. like She looked, first of all, Mike, you can do better, man. Like, you're a professional yeah, hockey player. Uh, number two, like, she looks insane. Yeah. So, anyway. That was one that thing. Ha- yeah, that was one thing. That happened at the beginning of the summer, and then it was begun. It, it became very obvious that either Mike Hoffman or Eric Carlson were going to go. Ottawa chose to do both. Why not both, yeah. right? So uh, Mike Hoffman like immediately gets traded to the Sharks. Yeah. And the Sharks, within like four hours, immediately turn around and trade him to the Panthers. Because they were desperately, at this time, they were desperately trying to make room for Tavares. Because they were they were yes. in the Tavares yes. like sweepstakes. Weren't we all? Yeah. I, had, I, I made some cap space for Tavares right, right in my lap. 
We all made some cat space <laughs> in our hearts and our souls and our bodies. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, so Mike Hoffman is like out of there yeah. with his girlfriend. And now he's in Florida. Obviously. Bye. That was handled like it was a shit show, basically. Then we also have the guy in the Sens front office who harassed one of their shuttle drivers. Oh, I didn't hear about this. Okay, so their assistant general manager at the beginning of the summer was charged with harassment because he, like, inappropriately touched a hotel shuttle driver when the team was in Buffalo. Dude! Yeah, it was, like, gross. And this guy was 19. This was, like, a 19-year-old guy who was, like, driving the shuttle for the hotel that they were staying at. This guy, like, massaging him and, like, making inappropriate comments. Ew! Um, so, like, gross. The senators did not fire him. Of course not. They have, uh, I believe, disciplined him, and he is back at work. Cool, cool. That's very cool. But that is not it. No. Oh, no, there's more. For the senators, (laughs) it's so embarrassing. It's just like, and it's, it's, it's so many preventable things, like you said. It, like, that's the part that throws me, is like, everything, everything about this, about them falling apart, could have been prevented. Um, also, Eric Carlson yeah. left. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Big uh, asterisk here. Yeah, now yeah, they have no one. Probably, like, top three defensemen in the league as a whole. What did San Jose give for him? Also, it's very funny that San Jose got both Hoffman and Carlson. San Jose? Oh, you know what? San Jose gave Ottawa, like, 16 children. Okay. Just shipped off, well, like, five. Yeah. They gave them, like, five of their rookies and, like, two... Sorry, that's a good deal to me to get Eric Carlson. Well, Ottawa is going through a rebuild, which is what happens when you have a terrible management. Like, uh, Eugene Melnick, who's their GM, is like, I think somebody on Twitter called him a comic, like a comic book villain. And like, that's so true because he, he doesn't give a fuck about like the fans. He doesn't give a fuck about the players. Like he only cares about money. Yeah. He got like a, he got like a liver transplant from one of his own fans. Yes. This is the crazy story, which I didn't know until a couple days ago is that he had like liver cancer or like some really degenerative. And someone gave him a liver, like a fan. And they... And they had, like, a sweepstakes where people could apply to, like... Give him a liver. Get tested to see if they were, like, compatible. And, like, some anonymous fan donated parts of their liver. And now this is what he does for them. Oh, he's such a shithead. So the Sens are probably going to lose, like, two or three of their other really most valued players in the next year because they're all on expiring contracts. And if I were them, I would also want to get the hell out of Ottawa as soon as possible. It's going to be really interesting to see. I mean, this is like kind of nerdy stuff, but just because the lockout is looming and the lockout's probably going to happen. But like, it's been really interesting watching what's been happening with all of the contracts. Like, I don't know if you read Tavares's contract, but basically- No, I absolutely didn't. I'm a lawyer, by the way. So like, I kind of get into like the nerdy shit. I will never read a contract. But so in, in the looming shadow of the lockout, what you see a lot of players doing is basically taking league minimum salaries. Like, they're structuring their their contracts so they get really low salaries, but they get, like, two, three, four, mostly, like, two or three million dollar signing bonuses. So, basically, they're front-loading. So, they'll get paid paid no matter what. Right. So, they're front-loading their contracts because they're basically assuming they're not going to play in 2020. So, I'm very curious to see what Ottawa is going to do. Because, like I said, I think they're going to have probably two or three more people leave. And I don't know who they're going to sign. Maybe they're going to field an all first graders team. And that is the 
senators, they have a lot of bad social media as well. Their PR team is really struggling this summer. They don't have lots. They don't <laughs> have a lot of good things to say. No, <laughs> they do not. Okay, we're, we have moved on to the Philadelphia Flyers. I also have nothing to say about them. They'll be fine. Like, are they going to make playoffs? Um, probably. Yeah, maybe. They'll be in the first round, and they'll probably lose. Yeah, they'll probably lose to, like, Toronto. Tampa. And that's sadly not the only team in Pennsylvania that we have to talk about. No. I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to talk about the Penguins either, so, except to say that they lost, bitch. Boom. Suck on that shit, Sidney Crosby. I hate him. I yeah. hate his ass. See, the reason I knew that Christina and I were going to be fast friends is that I could easily indoctrinate her <laughs> into thinking that the Pittsburgh Penguins suck ass are a scourge upon the earth. <laughs> That's that. They're going to be yeah. our rivals. Like, we have to pick one team that we hate, and it's going to be the Penguins. I do want to say that the tear I shed when we beat the Penguins in Game 6 this year. You shed more than one tear. Yeah, that's that's fair. But, like, a weight was lifted off of me. <laughs> like, so much emotional baggage. Just, ugh. And, like, seeing Alex Ovechkin finally shake that off It of made him, me believe ugh. that, like, I could, like, overcome my own demons. It was cleansing. It was very cleansing. Yeah. I know we're supposed to be talking about them. Uh, oh, they had... They probably had the most bullshit contract signing uh, of the entire summer. They signed uh, Jack Johnson, not the musician. Damn. Jack Johnson, he's a defensive player. He played for the Blue Jackets last year. We will note that in the playoffs, he did not play. He was a healthy scratch for the entire playoffs. And yet, the Penguins have signed him to a five-year contract with a $16 million Interesting. So I'm sure that those negotiations probably started a little bit before the playoffs. Yeah. So that's something. I I mean, like, I guess they they are looking for more people to fill in on their defense. But this guy is also 31 years old. Like, he's not young. Who who pays a defenseman that much for six years? I fully don't understand this decision. I'm not going to try to. There was a couple contracts like this. Like, we'll, we'll talk about it in the next episode. Sidney Crosby has killed a man just to watch him die. Well, also he Maybe has. Not. Yeah. Also, I have, I have many conspiracy theories about Sidney Crosby that I won't share. The uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, I they are my pick to win the conference I, I don't this year. think so. Really? Leafs. I think it will be either them or the Leafs, but I, I think it's it's Tampa's moment. No, I actually, I mean, like, they just have a ton of really skilled players. Yeah. But they looked really beatable. Yeah, we're, I think it, that was also because they were very tired. Yeah. By that point, like, the games were practically in slow motion. <laughs> <laughs> they, looked, they did look very tired. You know who else is in slow motion? It's Jake Dotchin, who was waived for being too fat. Oh my god, that's right. I feel so bad for him. So so the situation is he was unconditionally waived by this is just by Tampa such Bay. A relatable story. I know. For like basically violating team rules. He showed up at training camp and they decided he was too out of shape to play on the team. I feel like that can't be the whole story, but like I don't know. I mean like how bad a shape could he have gotten by not playing in for two months? Yeah. He should send picks. Yeah, let's see the picks. So he's disputing that, I think. Yeah, so the, the players... But don't body shame him. Don't body shame Jake <laughs> Oh, Dorsch. he gained 30 pounds. What the fuck? He gained 30 pounds in two months? 
in two months. Yeah, I'm looking at. I'm looking. Where does he? Do you know where he like lives during the no. summer? No. So I I, I like Google Jake really Dotson and like these are all in the last day. Damn. Because like yeah, he showed up 30 pounds overweight. Damn. But the the players' association is gonna fight this because if they. I mean, you can't just yeah. you can't just wave because he still had a year left on his contract. They can't you can't just wave people for showing Yikes. up fat. God damn it! You can't just and like air quotes fat. Yeah, fat. Like hockey player fat. Yeah. yeah. Like you can't just not go on a date with me because I'm a little fatter than my pictures. Yeah, that's not how it works. The Toronto Maple Leafs. They had a great summer. I think they're I, like I said. I think they're gonna they're gonna win. I think they have a powerful. They had team. a really good summer and really only one good thing happened to them, which is. John but Paris. it's a really big thing. Yes, they also, I mean, like, their whole front line is, like, insanely good. Uh, Tavares is going to be joining their power play. Austin Matthews uh, and, like, William Nylander and Nazim Kadri. I, I am very interested to see how Austin Matthews does with Tavares because I know that Austin has some problems with their coach, and I know he does not like yes. their coach, and I know that they had on and off ice problems with Austin Matthews. Mike Babcock is a notorious asshole. And he was really mean to Austin Matthews. And like he's mean. And Austin he's is like really a ba- he's a baby. And yes. he's very talented. And I and I don't know how he's gonna play like with another star. Like I don't know. Right. We'll see. Hey, we've got one more team to cover. Oh, oh, oh did, did we save the best for last? Oh, oh this, you mean the 2018 uh, Stanley Cup champions? Wow. The Washington Capitals? Uh, oh. Oh, I didn't see you Oh, there. my goodness. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that we can win. It's our year. Like, it was. Believe? It truly was. Yeah. It's okay to believe. You don't need to know anything about the Cap Summer except that we were all drunk for it. And they were all they were insane. so drunk. They they burned the city to the ground. Yeah. We uh in in terms of like actual things that happened, Jay Beagle's contract was up, he went to the Canucks, he was gonna get paid. Good for him, sweet boy, really him. nice boy. Um, and also our uh, secondary goalie, uh Philip Grubauer, went to the Avs. He's probably gonna be their primary goalie. So He's really good. Him. He's great. They re-signed some important people. Tom Wilson got paid. Yeah. DSP did not get paid. Probably too much. Oh, he got so much. Yeah, that's a ridiculous contract. Like, why did they pay him that much? If you follow hockey at all, you have seen videos of the Caps post-championship celebrations, um, whether it is from the parade yes. or swimming in the fountain in Georgetown or TJ Oshie drinking through his shirt. Very hot. Or doing cup stands. Uh, doing cup stands, which they are now probably going to ban. <laughs> because they bent the cup. <laughs> because they fucked up the Stanley Cup. Uh, pictures of, of uh, Ovechkin literally sleeping with the cup in his bed. Some weird shit happened. Also, he had a baby. Yeah. Um, also, for anybody who doesn't know, this was the first time the Caps have ever won the Stanley Cup um, in franchise history. And it was very clear that they did not know what to do with that chaotic energy. They did, so they did, they so they did everything. So, personally, I went to a lot of viewing parties and related festivities <laughs> for the Caps during the playoffs. I had a lot of alcohol. <laughs> Audrey was, like, not sober for about a week. And I wasn't sober from the time that we, from, like, game one of the Penguin series to the time that, to, the, to like, a week after we won the Yeah, it was, it was pretty shocking, I will say that. I was in Chinatown the night that they won game six in Vegas. 
I cried. It's fine. It's very normal to have this reaction. We all cry. Yeah, like, I mean, we're just putting a lot into this team, I think. And then they came back to D.C. and uh, did a lot. Had There was a lot of bad behavior on display. <laughs> there are so, like, I mean, Instagram stories has just been such a boon for, like, casual hockey fans such as me and Audrey. Jacob Rana's Instagram stories. Oh, my God. Alone. That poor baby child. me. For, like, the entire summer. Like, he he straight up, I think he died. <laughs> like, I think somebody probably had to, at some point, like, bring him. Well, there was that story that Tom Wilson did an interview, and, and Tom Wilson. Who is a party boy. Had to intervene and tell Jacob Rana to stop posting on Instagram. Which is incredible. Like, I would love to have been, like, the fly in the wall in that situation. To yeah. hear Tom Wilson having restraint about anything. There was this wonderful video of Rana holding Holtby's hand while he gets a tattoo. Yes. Oh my god. That that was a really good day was when uh, a whole bunch of them went and got Stanley Cup it was tattoos so cute. at like probably nine o'clock at night, like drunk off their asses. Like no professional tattoo artist should have been tattooing them with how much alcohol they had in their bloodstream, but like it's the cup. So. And in this video, Holtby was wearing a hat that he literally, like, stole from a fan. Stole from a girl. Yeah. He stole from a girl. Yeah, he was, like, at Pride, also, and he was like, was, can I have your hat, please? And then... It was D.C. Pride weekend, yeah. and the the Holtby family usually is in the D.C. They're Pride They're woke parade. as fuck. They, yeah. So he missed the Pride parade because he was drunk. <laughs> and... <laughs> Asked this girl, like this was this is when they were like swimming in the fountain in Georgetown. Peak like, drunk. This random girl was wearing like a DC Pride hat, and Holby was just like, "Hey, can I have that?" And she gave it. To I him. would give him so. whatever he wanted for me as well. So yeah. So they yeah. didn't. I mean, other than just like being degenerates, they like they didn't get up to a lot this summer. As you said, Alex Ovechkin had a baby, and by he, I mean his wife. Nastia. Who looks amazing now already. Um, the other thing that Alex Ovechkin did over the summer was gave me a beer. Oh my god, a hot, a hot beer. I went to, of course, the championship parade on Constitution Avenue in D.C. with a friend of mine, and while we were waiting for that team to come by, we made a sign that just said like throw us a beer because we knew that they were going to be on the top of like double decker buses and they were obviously going to have like a lot of beer yeah so we were like lol this will be funny (laughs) they're not gonna see us so the parade starts and like buses are coming by and uh alex chase on sees the sign and and like throws a beer to my friend like probably i don't know how many it was far like we were on the sidewalk, and they were coming down the straight middle of, like, He could have, like, beamed your friend. A four-lane road. Yeah. Yeah, like, it was terrifying. <laughs> um, so, he throws us a beer. We were like, wow, this is great. Like, 20 minutes later, the main bus with Obi, Backstrom... All the boys. Uh, Brooks, Brooks. Oh, Brooks, 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 baby Brooksy! Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Obi sees us. Yeah. Like, looks over on the sidewalk and sees us, and I swear to God, my heart... I was like, oh, fuck, it's Did you happening. make, like, eye contact? Yeah. Oh, course. my God. And he, like, looks around and, like, points at us. Oh! And then, like, <laughs> points at the beer. And he chucks it. Oh, my God. And my friend Rich caught it. And then Brooks throws through another one. Wow. So that, like, we both got one. Heroes. Like, truly, uh, 
like one of the best moments of my life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. First, first love. Changed me. Did I keep that can? I did. You did. Oh yeah. my god, you fucking dork. Listen, he was holding the Stanley Cup. And then he held the beer. And then he held the it's beer. It's almost like he's holding your hand. And then I held the beer. Yeah, it's like you were, <laughs> so, you were holding the Stanley Cup. Transitive property. <laughs> so anyway, uh, I had a great summer. The Caps had a great summer. Cool. And that is the Eastern Conference. Wow, we did it. Do we want to take questions now? Yeah, we got a couple of messages from you Thank guys. Thank you so much, by the way. Thank you for calling in. And our two callers were both women. Wow. Which rules. That is very cool. Keep calling. Okay. Hey, this is Catherine from Detroit, and uh, I think you should talk about what Zetterberg's retirement means for the Red Wings. Uh, because, like I said, I'm from Detroit, and I'm kind of crying over it. Uh, anyway, thanks. Yeah, man, this is tough. It is very sad. I'm not going to lie. Like, I knew very little about Zetterberg as a player. Mm-hmm. But I did, like, last night I was watching, like, a compilation of highlights. I mean, he was so good. I mean, he was with the Red Wings for, like, his entire career. Mm-hmm. Which is rare. Like, he's been playing forever. He basically just announced this past week that he didn't say he was retiring, but he said he was done playing hockey. Mm-hmm. He has had really bad back injuries. He's old. And he was always a very physical player as well. So that's really, it's really sad. First of all, I'm like, I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. He is just like a great dude, like great player, all around good philanthropist, mm-hmm. did a lot for the community. And he sort of came from nowhere. He was drafted in the seventh round. Yeah. So like amazing backstory. Mm-hmm. He also, even with his injuries, he didn't miss a game for the past three years. Even like, so he stopped practicing. But he would just play games. Like halfway through last season because he was in so much pain. But, like, never missed a game. Incredible. It's a bummer, but you know what? Like, it's a real bummer. The thing with, like, Detroit, though, is they had, like, I mean, they won their title in, what, 2008, right? Yes. So, but they have, they have a lot of really old players. And I think guys like Zetterberg have to go because they have to get younger. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, like, they have to go at some point. It's, it's a shame that this is the end of the line for him and that he had to go this way. I think he's still going to be an organization. I would hope so. I hope that they would bring him on in some other capacity, just because, I mean, like, he clearly cares a lot about the team, cares a lot about the community. But anyway, I mean, like, what I was going to say is that I think the future does look bright mm-hmm. for Detroit. Yeah. I think you have Dylan Larkin, who's probably, what, maybe captain now. He's literally 22 years old. Yeah. They just got to get younger, and I think they're getting younger. I mean, and things like they got um, Zadina in the draft this year. Oh, yeah. Which was, it wasn't even supposed to happen. They weren't supposed to get him. But, no. like, I think Phoenix or somebody was su- slated to, like, get his slot. And they picked somebody else. So. Catherine, I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. There are only going to be younger and better players coming up in the next few years. And I think there's a huge opportunity for Detroit to rebuild. Mm-hmm and rebuild with a bunch of players who want to be there for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah. Have a lot of time like left in their careers. Yeah, and I think like it's Detroit, it's like a legacy team. People want to play there. Exactly. Like exactly. It's always going to be a place that people want to go to. Yeah. It's like a huge market. Yeah. It's a huge hockey market. Dude, we need to go to the Detroit game. Yeah, let's go to Detroit. Catherine, do you live in Detroit? Catherine, do you want us do to stay with us? Do you want to host us? <laughs> <laughs> Can we get drunk in your apartment, please? Yeah. <laughs> please. Uh, okay, so let's go to the next one. Okay. Hi, bunnies. Long time, first time. I was just wondering what your thoughts are on the NHL's concussion protocol. 
thanks. Bye. Uh, they don't really have one. Concussions are bad. Yeah, the NHL does not take concussions or CTE at all seriously. I mean, like, I think Audrey and I can both agree that the NHL, it's a bad league. Like, the NHL does not take concussions seriously. They basically act like right. nothing happens when you get one. There is there is somewhat of a protocol. It was last updated, like, three years ago. I mean, they just treat it like it's not a problem. I do think this would be something that could be addressed earlier in players' failures. Mm-hmm. If even, like, even if, like, the AHL or college hockey had stricter protocol when it comes to concussion. Do you think that they should be able to fight? Yeah, of course I think they should be able to fight. <laughs> I, yeah, duh. I feel like if you banned hits to the head while fighting, like if that was an objectable offense. Well, the thing is, it's, like, I don't know where else you're going to hit. The concussions come from hitting the glass. Yeah. You know, it comes from your, your head hitting your helmet, hitting the glass. It's a checking thing. It's like, I don't want to say that concussions are a part of the game, but it's like. They should not be. They should not, they should not be. They should not be part of the game. Yeah. But at the same time, like, there are so many people who, you know, are fans of hockey from the olden days mm-hmm. where like anything goes and it shouldn't be like that people were like dying so i think it's something that should be addressed even if it isn't by the nhl itself be by team it, it could be by team and it could also be by other leagues you know to prevent that as much as possible as you have players coming up who are young mm-hmm. to just kind of minimize the damage Take it seriously. That's that's really the yeah. Just take it seriously. God damn it! Like the the NFL is even starting to take this shit seriously, and they're literally the least woke sport of all the sports. Uh, I don't know. I, NHL gives them like a run for their money. I mean, like that's fair. Yeah, they're all pretty. The bad. owners in the NHL, I think, are worse. They're so greedy. Yeah. We can talk about that at some other episode. Last message. Hey, this is Jack. I was just wondering, uh, is this an NBA or an NFL podcast? Thanks. Uh, it's not. It's not either of those. It's not. I don't know. It's not funny jokes, Jeff. This is an NHL and Babe podcast. This is not funny. But I mean, like you're you're more than welcome to call and try again and be funny. Yeah. So that's all we've got for this week. Sorry, this episode was long, but like we're working it out. Also, like we don't have any games to talk about right now. Yes. This is preseason. I went to oh, I went to a preseason game last night. Caps played the Bruins. Got shellacked. Too. It was literally like watching a bunch of kindergartners. Because it was. It literally was a bunch of kindergartners. So uh, it was really fun. It was really nice to watch low stakes hockey for the first time in like six months. I miss hockey so much. If you like this, let us know. If you didn't like it, shut the fuck up. Please. We have very fragile self esteem. We will be back next week with a look at the Western Conference. Not quite as exciting, but we still got a lot to say. I'm going to try and convince Christina that Marc-Andre Fleury is attractive. It is. That's going to be a really hard one. <laughs> I don't I you're, you're a pervert for thinking he's attractive, yeah. but uh, whatever. <laughs> okay. So thank you guys for listening. We will be back next week. I'm Audrey. I'm Christina. Bye guys. See you next week. Bye.